you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Very exciting. This coming. Well, there's a couple things going on this week. Number one, on Thursday, we're going to be debuting uh, our new two hour block of live streaming which we have not named yet. I would like to use the word impact somehow so that people will still think that we're right. looking at impact. All right. All right. All right. So just just we'll, we'll brainstorm you, me, the enforcer. We'll all brainstorm over the next 48 hours, and we'll come at you guys with a really cool name. Um, so that's going to be Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. That should be fun. And then Saturday... It's the biggest wrestling event oh, of the year. Yes, without a doubt. Of the year. Triple Mania 30-something is going to... Is it 29? Is that what it is? 29. 29. It's Maybe 30, it's 29. Yeah. 29. 29 is correct. Next year is there. I'm ahead of myself. Okay. And this is very exciting because uh, it's not just going to be you, me, and the Enforcer. But Kayla and Alex, Queen of the Ring, they're going to be joining us. Church at the very first official Church of Friendos live stream is going to be the reactions, the live watch along. 
to Triple Mania. Lucha Blog has already announced that he's going to be streaming it on his Twitch channel. So we will have the link. And if somehow that falls through, somebody else will. And we'll be on top of sending out having the link in our chat. So if you want to watch along with us, you can do that. I'm very excited about this. This is very exciting. Triple Mania with the Church of Friendos and the word on the street, the new rumor is we're going to be releasing the very first Church of Friendos merch in coordination with the stream this Saturday. That's very exciting. Whenever Triple Mania starts, it's probably around four or five, six. I I don't know. Five, Five. probably five five Pacific. That sounds right. So this is very exciting stuff. It should be a blast. Looking forward to it. So follow us over at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, and uh, you can check it out as well. Yes, uh, yes. So there's that. And then is there any other bit of business before we talk about this business, about this stuff? I don't think so. Oh, here's something like we, here, here's something like we could talk about real quick. Like So uh, the poll for Numbers Don't Lie. Oh, yeah. Our $10 don't lie. patrons determined who we're going to talk about this week. Last I checked, resulted in a tie. <gasps> Between what? Kevin Nash what? and Shawn Michaels. Whoa. So we got to decide what's the tiebreaker going to be. Oh, my gosh. This is unprecedented. Yeah, seven, seven. It is. This is unprecedented. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. Till midnight tonight, $10 okay. patrons and up. If you have not gone to the Patreon to, uh, to vote on this, please do. Please go yes. and yes. do. And if there's a tie... Uh, do we just like flip a coin? Sure. We'll flip a coin. Who gets heads? Diesel? Or is, uh, or is HBK? I don't know. Uh, we call it in the air, man. Call it in the air. How about this? I get Nash. You get HBK. And then call you know, in the air. we'll call it in the air. Somebody will call it. So we'll, yeah, call we'll, we'll, we'll do call a poll it. here in, in Twitch chat. And yeah. Say, let's see who, uh, who gets the, uh, who gets the call. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's exciting. Yeah, numbers don't lie. We're going to film that on Thursday, uh, and then you can watch it live uh, at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, uh, $5 and up, or uh, Twitch sub YouTube channel members as well. So check that out, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Great way to support going in raw. Something yes. that needs a lot of support, evidently, is mm. NXT. Wow. The yellow and black brand. Uh, apparently, man, there are some huge changes in store. It might, it might effectively the NXT we know and love might effectively be dead sooner than later. Larson, what's going on? So, of course, following the uh, pretty shocking announcement of the releases of thirteen NXT talents Friday evening, uh, Dave Meltzer is now reporting that we can expect a lot more upheaval potentially for the black and gold brand, saying that NXT may go back to it's purely developmental days with a focus on younger talent with size who can't, quote, be box office attractions in main characters. Melser added that, quote, the feeling is that they lost the war to AEW and are going back to uh, younger uh, talent while adding that there are, quote, divisive opinions with key decision makers as to what wrestling is right now, the side of younger and bigger has McMahon's ear, but who is it that has Vince's Ooh. ear? Meltzer notes that, quote, the recent round of NXT cuts were made by Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and John Laurinaitis. He continues that, quote, Paul Levesque 
and Shawn Michaels had nothing to do with the Friday night cuts. All right, let's let's pause there before we uh, dive deeper into this. Um, there is a, a, a term uh, that Meltzer had also used that I believe he got from the actual memo mm. involved where they say no, it, it's it's a the derogatory term for uh, little people. You can't. It's a term that you, it's not really appropriate to use anymore. But the, it's no more blank. It's you know no more people who are of a certain stature. No more smaller people. Um, which number one? If 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 that's an actual internal memo. If he was actually if that was actually a word relayed that was like making the rounds, then there is so much work that needs to be done backstage in WWE but uh but just you know for the purpose of this discussion the idea that the NXT experiment has been a failure seems to be one that currently Vince McMahon believes to be true um you know NXT has always been we have figured that you know Triple H saw what was happening in uh, uh, Ring of Honor in PWG mm-hmm. five years ago, seven, seven, six, seven, ten years ago, or whatever, and was like, "Hey, this is the future of wrestling, and uh, let's bring in these names who cut their teeth, who make their name on the independent circuit, who know how to get themselves over, who already are bringing with them a fan base. Let's mix them with homegrown talent that we bring in and we develop. Let's mix them mm-hmm. all together, and then we have these terrific, buzzworthy events called takeovers." And at one time, it seemed like that was a place where Vince would find value in bringing up talent from mm-hmm. there. Guy, he seemed to be really high on Kevin Owens. He seemed to be really high on Finn Balor. Uh, all sorts of names. I mean, the Horsewomen came from there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and that period seems to be coming to an end. Yeah. And I wonder if part of it too is well, there's a couple things. With the the advent of AEW, that they're occupying a similar space as NXT, as in the the Ring of Honor PWG lineage professional wrestling, um, and you add that, like Takeover, you get buzz from Takeover four or five times a year, you know. Yeah, sure. But but you know NXT, while they have their ups and downs, creative for whatever reason on their weekly television, they have not been able to sustain the buzz created by these takeovers on their weekly television show, at least not to the, to the degree that would lead to greater viewership numbers. Um, AEW has managed to do that. You know, you could probably list uh, a ton of reasons why that has happened. It, you know, I mean, does, does basically Vince McMahon want OVW again, where you're developing prototypes, uh, uh, Leviathans, Brock Lesnar's Randy Orton's. Yeah. Um, you just you just want a whole bunch of those guys because, you know, now it's like the 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 global localization thing might be a thing of the past. You know, oh, yeah. it's like, hey, no, oh, why yeah. are we going to do that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. AEW has really and I did a video on it on, on my solo channel, Wrestle Juice. Um, it's really exposed the difference in philosophy between. NXT and WWE's main roster, the booking philosophy, in that they're not compatible. Like, what do we always say about Vince McMahon? What does Vince McMahon like? What does he want? He wants moments. He wants big moments. Without a damn about how they're built, really. You can look at 
any number of big moments in wrestling and take a look at the builds in WWE and they're atrocious. On the other hand, you can look at uh, uh, Champa versus Gargano, which I think is mm-hmm. Triple H's crowning achievement. That is the story that he should be most known for. And it's just, it's from beginning, middle, and end. I mean, the end sort of petered out because Champa got injured. But yeah. man, it was a it was a masterpiece of of a build of 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 storytelling and big matches along the way. Um, AEW has found a way to take a main roster feel with names like now Malachi Black, but you know they have like their main event main roster type thing, and they've been able to meld it with like an NXT style of booking where you have detailed storytelling along the way, but you have main roster big moments. And I think that's what they're mm-hmm. aiming to do. And mm-hmm. it's been seamless. And that's why they're success. That's why I believe they're successful. They can take yeah. big names who might've built their brand, the biggest in WWE guys who came from the independent realms who've never, or Japan, obviously like, you know, new Japan basically gave their top talent to AEW, and they've been able to do that. And, that was the thing that was always missing from NXT over the past couple years with the with the few exceptions was the through line from NXT to WWE. Yep. Well, now Vince doesn't care about that. He's realized that that ain't going to work. That's not going to work. And that leaves the question, what's it going to be? So let's move on here. Fightful Select. Go check out Fightful Select, by the way is reporting that there has been, quote, a noted shift in the development of talent on NXT, noting that there is concern among talents about the direction NXT will take with its hiring going forward, adding that the company passed on talents some thought were slam dunks at recent tryouts. Now, I didn't do any research to see who exactly were at recent tryouts. But, I mean, there's talent in, in NXT, some of which has just been released uh, that that seem like slam dunks. I'll be honest. A lot of these people seem like. Look at the breakout tournament. Those you can't name one guy there that's not a slam dunk. And if I could, I wouldn't because it's rude. Fightful also spoke to a WWE official about the latest round of releases, who noted that in 2018 the company went into quote talent slashing mode in oh, anti- stashing. Sorry. Oh, stashing. That. Sorry, that's oh, a big difference. Stashing. That's a big difference. Sorry, talent stashing, stashing. mode. In anticipation of Triple H's planned NXT's global localization expansion. So that's when they were hoarding a bunch of stuff because they were going to send them all over the globe. The source noted that while the list of cuts are a, quote, collaborative effort, Vince McMahon could personally put a stop to any of these and added that releases will likely be a more regular occurrence going forward, though this year's cuts are, quote, an outlier with both the frequency and the level of talent. Like we've said, They've hoarded and hoarded and hoarded, thinking they were going to send out across the planet to all these different NXT locations. Now they're just sitting on them, and this is the natural, you know, result of that. I I unfortunately, yeah. And uh, one thing here that says uh, between NXT's move to the USA network and them trying to really push that in the COVID pandemic, all the global global localization plans just came to a stop. You know, yeah. Uh, so those reports, coupled with PW Insiders reporting last week that NXT would be seeing some production changes and increased emphasis on younger talent, suggests that the NXT that we have grown to love possibly could be a thing of the past. And if so, the question there's a lot of questions to answer. But the kind of the 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 one on the forefront of my mind is what does it mean for the established 
main eventers in NXT. I'm talking Gargano, Champa, even Joe now at this point, who does don't necessarily fit the profile of young and and tall or or huge, you know? Mm-hmm. Attractions as as Bruce Pritchard likes to call. Um well like are they gonna have a situation where and if if, if there's that, not only do they fit the the description of what Vince is apparently looking for, if NXT is moving away from what they're doing now to more of a purely devel- developmental thing, well obviously Gargano Ciampa, you know, countless talents. Be shit third of the roster, half the roster. Well you fat. look at yeah, I mean you look at Does, like, they don't really yeah. fit into that that idea, you know. You got Gargano, Ciampa, Kyle O'Reilly, Kushida. Those are just names off the top of my head. Swerve. Swerve's a bit different. Hit Row, I think, is one of those things that WWE, they would not want to get. Number one, you got Top Dollar there. He's a big dude. I don't know how old he is, but he ain't that old. Um, I'd be shocked if he was past 35. I don't think he'd be past 35. I'd be surprised, I, I honestly too. have no idea. Um, but Hit Row, you'd have to think that WWE, who over the past two years anyways, has a pretty good track record with putting people of color in prominent positions and championship positions, um, would understand the value of what they bring. Um, Swerve was one of those guys. I don't think Swerve is not that small. Number one, he's, no. a, he's gotta be at least six feet, right? He's a tall yeah, he's dude. Tall. Yeah. I think, I think they're probably a, a, a group that would be safe. I would think, um, Safe to to remain in NXT or safe on the main roster? Well, it 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 depends on on what they're what they want for NXT. I mean, that that's sort of what we're talking about, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it going to be only? Is this going to be like a complete rebrand with like a new name or at least a new logo for NXT, new color scheme? Uh, mm-hmm. Are they still going to be like in front of a crowd? Is this going to be more like a documentary feel? Is this going to be yeah, like, hey, no we're bringing idea. in a bunch of people, or are they going to somehow like? start to transform over the next six months to a year and 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 feature like the the break at like Duke Hudson, he's a tall dude. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Got Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones. Um, uh Andre Chase was pretty tall if I remember correctly. Yeah. Joe Gacy six feet. Yeah. Um so dude, I, I honestly don't know. Like are they is this gonna be strictly developmental? In which case, yeah, what do they do with the guys that are there that aren't developmental? Because obviously Hit Row is not developmental. No. You know, I mean, do they all get moved to the main roster or do they use a certain core that fits the bill but also already has all that experience and they use them to help facilitate, you know, the the arrival of, of fresh, fresh talent? Yeah, who knows? I, do, I don't who knows? know. Like, it can run the know. gamut. There's a whole spectrum that they could do here. Now, let's, let's, uh, let's bring this up real quick. Uh, Asher Hale, one of the talents that was released on Friday, uh, had a lengthy statement on Twitter about his release. And he, he mentions an interesting bit here. Uh, he says, I know there is nothing I could have done to make things turn out any different. There is a shift happening within the company. And I no longer fit what they are looking for. He says, I mean, I get it. Uh, I, I wish I had known that before moving my family down here, but we all take risks in life. So, yeah. I mean, at least it's something internally yeah. that if it's not been talked about, you know, within NXT from Triple H or the coaches, whatnot, to the talent. It's something they've been able to recognize the talent themselves. Yeah, yeah. That there's yeah. some sort of shift happening. In and you know, I Whether mean, it's with, as Meltzer yeah. described or something else, we don't know with certainty, but... 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. With the, the formerly known as EverRise with 2.0 going on that on keeping it 100 with Conan, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, feeling some amount of tension between Vince and Triple H. None of the none of this is particularly shocking, particularly shocking. Um, but, uh, but at the same time to have the one thing in WWE that it's like, oh, wow, you know, you guys, you guys have something that has credibility with, uh, with the internet. Um, Mm -hmm. but that's never been something. If you listen to, you know, I always go back to this. If you want, if you really want to know what Vince's, what WWE's booking philosophy is, um, you know, just listen to something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Because you'll hear it there. And I remember one time he literally, and I'm honest to God, I'm trying to remember the episode. I could probably go back and see what I've listened to. But there was an episode where he, I think they were talking about Shawn Michaels. They were, it might have been the Nash episode. Or they were talking about Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And he was like, yeah, whenever the, I think he probably called them the smart marks or whatever, you know, whenever, whatever the internet thought, yeah. whenever the internet got mad, we know we were doing the right thing. Whenever the hardcore audience who loved the product so much that they took to the internet to talk about it. Whenever they were upset about something they did, they considered that a success. That's what we're talking about now. Because yeah. Pritchard and John and John Laurinaitis are apparently the ones who are like, you know, giving Vince the validation for all this stuff. Oh, he wants he wants an attraction. He wants the big person. Because people like when they're big. And there's some, I mean, I agree with some of that philosophy. It's like, yeah, the larger than life characters. But I think a variety is what AEW is doing so yeah. well right now. Yeah. And, and I think, too, is, is, is you mentioned larger than life characters. Larger than life characters aren't bound by any particular. Doesn't mean literally appearance. larger. Yes. Than yes. other people. You know, yeah. You know, there there is a lot of larger than life characters who aren't six, four and 300 pounds, you right, know. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's obviously, a, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting after TakeOver to see what happens with NXT is, you know, do they start the rebrand then if it's going to happen? Do they wait till the draft? Do we see some of the NXT main eventers get called up? Do we see some get released? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it, you know, it, I was pretty darn surprised to see Bronson Reed, Jonah Rock get released because I thought, that's a guy who's going to be a fixture for that company for a very long time. I thought Jonah Rock was a he's a great wrestler. Shoe in, he's tons big. of charisma. He's yeah. big and he's a great wrestler. Yeah, 
Like, how do you not? That's that was that was insane to me. Yeah. Um, as far as as far as the guys, you know, like Gargano, Champa, um, Kyle O'Reilly, Kushida. The only thing I can think of is one of two things: either, unfortunately, WWE has nothing for them, which is possible. They have that cruiserweight title. If you want like the most stacked cruiserweight division, they're not going to have Adam Cole do that. If they're about to pay him, how much we're about to talk about. But if they if you have Kushida Gargano, I don't know about Champa, but Kushida because Gargano mm-hmm. just doesn't seem like he's too grizzled for like cruiserweight competitions. You know, I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see it. But yeah. uh, 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 Kyle O'Reilly, Gargano, Kushida. Um, guys like that going after the cruiserweight division, and you can say, "Hey, we still have the, this type of variety. It's in our cruiser division, even like Santos." Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's you. You could have a stacked division with the guys who aren't a certain height, I guess. Um, if you want to go that route, I personally think they should rebrand it like something more closer to the X division title. Yeah, you know, yeah. just hey, you know, you guys want some? All you nerds out there, all you internet nerds, you want something good here. Here's the title for you. It gets 15 yeah. minutes on Raw every week. Yeah, something like that. I know. I know. But then, you know, like you, you have, I'm sure, like Kyle O'Reilly and and pretty much most people who signed to NXT or WWE, they're like, okay. Because, you know, like like uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bob Fish, when they were wrestling as Reed Dragon in Japan, they were in the junior heavyweight tag division. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Kushida expressed uh, that one, one of the reasons that he left New Japan to come to WWE is because in New Japan, he wasn't they weren't letting him wrestle outside the junior heavyweight division. Yeah. You know, so if, if, if people are coming to NXT with the idea, it's like, OK, here it is. It's, it's, it's a fresh start. I'm not, you know, like whatever happened in previous in my career, that's not necessarily going to happen here at WWE. And then, you know, you're Kyle O'Reilly or Johnny Gargano and Johnny Gargano's won the NXT title. He's mm-hmm. wrestled heavyweights. He won mm-hmm. the heavyweight belt. Yeah. Oh, I'm a cruiserweight now. Yeah. I can leave wrestle for this belt. Mm, yeah. You know, how content are they going to be professionally with that? And I don't know. Um, what, I don't know if they, they might be fed the line. Hey, you know, if you get over enough, you could be a Rey Mysterio, you know, because they're not going to have Rey fight for the cruiserweight title either. Yeah. It could just be, hey, yeah. listen, this is the scene that you're going to be in right now. Um, but, you know, never say never. Anything can happen. But then they, they'd have to just make that decision. You know, I mean, that, that sort of yeah, goes exactly. along with the idea that and this is just general advice is good advice. Know who you're signing with. It, mm-hmm. This applies to wrestling, uh, to any 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 place. If you're getting a job with anywhere, any place, know who you're signing up with, mm-hmm. because every single one, I'm sure every single one of these people signed up with WWE in the in the thick of their talent hoarding. They all had to put pen to paper. They all had to read these contracts, and I guarantee every single one of these people thought to themselves, "I believe in myself." to the extent that I can break through. And I think that's a healthy attitude to have, you know, it's like, but at the, at the same time, man, know where, know what you're getting into wherever you're going, you know? Now let's, let's talk about this real briefly before we get to Andrew Zarius bit about uh, the networks taking all this. So let's, let's say you're looking at the, at the independent scene. Let's think of a, a, a guy who's, who's, who's taller, who's young that might fit some of the criteria that WB might be looking for, but is already established in indie scene. Someone like Brody King, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. he's a large dude. Yeah. I think he's relatively young. Yeah. Um, you know, he's really good. Yeah. He's established. He's got his brand. You know, he seems like one of the guys who's around the precipice of breaking through to the Kevin Owens, 
Adam Cole type level potentially yeah, on, sure. on the Indies right now. I think there's a lot of names that that are right at that level. They're right, right, ready to break through. And you know, now that shows are going again and more consistent basis, hopefully it'll happen. Like, will they take? Will they consider bringing him in? I'm just throwing his name out there. Yeah, of course. Um, will they consider bringing him in as an established indie talent with an established style, or are they going to roll the dice more so on? Uh, people with an athletic background, not necessarily professional wrestling, so they can kind of, you know, mold them from the ground up into a WWE superstar, if you will. Because you know, like in the, the early days of NXT, yeah, there were some people who would sign on from the Indies, like like you know, Seth came over from Ring, uh, Ring of Honor to join uh, FCW, I believe, before they they moved on to NXT. But it was around you know, like the time of of, of Sammy and Kevin Owens and Finn and Hideo Itami, where they were bringing in more so or just as much people who are already really established. So, you know, are they going to go all the way back to the early days of NXT when it's pretty much purely developmental? You know, are they just going to kind of scale back signing of independent talent? Um, you know, unless they meet certain criteria. I would think so. I would think, I, I think you're looking at guys. I think this is what you're looking at. <clears throat> they want to bring in the next Brock, the next Cena, the next Orton, the next Batista. Next Batista. But then you're also going to get the next Luther Reigns, the next Heidenreich, yes. the next uh, fuck, there's a million Nathan of Jones. Them. Nathan Jones, thank you. Yes. There's a million of them. Um, Snitsky. Snitsky, thank you. Yeah, there's a ton of them. Uh, so that's what we're that. That's a worst case scenario. That's like that's terrible. Um, and I hope it's not that because, yeah, there was that period of time where we were just bringing in big dude after big meathead after big meathead. That might be a derogatory. I don't be rude to anybody. But, like, just big dudes that are jacked. Massive buff dude and massive buff That, like, dude. Yes. barely can, you know, walk with two feet in the ring, you know? It's like, is that was that we're looking at? But or at the same time, we're not learning stuff with, like, Cross? I don't know. And Cross is another know. weird. That's still a weird situation. That is a really weird situation. Like, if if... Yeah, because like he checks a lot of the boxes you would think Vince would want. I know I think right? he's over thirty, but otherwise, yeah, he checks all the boxes. I know. Although they they strip him of one of his most interesting aspects, his entrance. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Know. There's there's a lot of just I don't know. This all seems very bizarre. It is. It's, it's bizarre. It's, it's bizarre, and it's not. It. <laughs> what will the, the proof will be in the pudding? We'll see. Yes. We'll find out, but yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem. I feel like NXT is definitely sort of rounding a corner where uh, we're in territory where the the NXT experiment seemingly has failed, and in the in the eyes of Vince McMahon, I think there is a ton of stuff that they could have done, and I, I sort of talked about that in the video that I did today. There's a ton of stuff they could have done. Like you know, it's it's when you look at the evidence, when you look at because you can look at the viewership numbers uh, mm-hmm. week to week and see where they succeeded. When NXT was treated like a third brand, guess what? They did pretty well. Um, when Keith Lee, when they were coronating him as double champion, guess what? It did pretty well, and it beat it AEW. Well. And then yeah. what happened six weeks later? He got called up, mm-hmm. and they put Karrion Cross in his place, the guy they Goldberged up to the top. Like, it was there. It was there. It's just they didn't want to commit fully. And when you yeah. do things half-assed, it falls apart. This is what this is what happened. So yeah. let's talk about this real quick from Andrew Zarian. Uh, he's got some uh, details on how USA Network might feel about these rumored changes to NXT. As we tweeted out today, quote: "Hearing a lot of chatter from USA Network higher up, higher ranked reps regarding the releases from NXT 
Uh, I imagine this quotes from his source quote, personally, I'm disappointed with how this is going. Zarian continues perception from many is that these upcoming changes will be negative. Perception means everything, especially when you're working with partners who are not pro wrestling fans and don't have deep knowledge of the talent in reality. Our changes coming to NXT a bad thing. Time will tell, and that's the thing. If they if you know, if they want to go in a more developmental route, and they can still manage to create programming that is interesting and tell interesting stories, and the action in the ring is still decent, you know, mm-hmm. then yes, it could still be a, a, a quality show. You know, uh, is it going to challenge AEW's numbers? Obviously not, but it could still hover around the half million, probably mm-hmm. because. At least for a while, there's still value to the NXT brand name. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know? Yeah. So as long as they can deliver some semblance of what we're used to in terms of in-ring action storytelling, you know, if, if, with or without the stars that we've grown accustomed to being there, I think people will give it a shot. Yeah. But, you know, if, if they completely change it and turn it to something that's, you know, a pale comparison to what we see now. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm, I'll have an open mind about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and we're, we're going to keep on covering it as long as it's as long as it's consequential. I think that's sort of the word that I use to determine whether or not we, we really cover something. Um, but like you said, uh, if, you know, if this just turns into a bunch of giant dudes learning how to take bumps week to week, you know, uh, it's, if it's not the most compelling thing in the world, then I'm not going to be into it. But if yep. Vince, it look, if Vince is motivated, uh, like he might be motivated to show up <laughs> Triple H. So this is how you really do it. You know, if Vince is motivated, he can put on a good product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like if he's motivated to put on a good product, or is he just motivated to show Triple H that he's wrong? Well, that's the thing. Either way, it might result in something good, or it might be complete trash. It might be 500 yeah. Luther Reigns. I don't know. Yeah. yeah but, know uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. We, we had a great time with it, and, <laughs> and we have to move on. Yeah. Speaking, Speaking of, of mo- moving, moving on. on yes. Uh, somebody might be moving on to main roster and a huge bag. Larson fightful select has some details on Adam Cole's meeting with Vince McMahon this past Friday. They're reporting that the meeting was a high priority to Vince. And he apparently after four years took a personal liking to Adam Cole fightful also notes that there have been pitches for Cole on both raw and SmackDown and that Cole has been told he is wanted on the main roster. Wasn't there also a report of like a massive amount of money too? Oh, I did not see that. Oh, hold on a second. Let me, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about this? Oh, okay. Maybe do some role playing on this meeting, Larson. Oh, some role playing. Okay. Well, I would mean, one of us needs to be Vince. One needs to be Adam Cole, baby. So, uh, all right, I'll be Vince. All right. Uh, Hey, Alan, how you doing? Um, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Vince, how are you? It's finally great to meet you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an honor. Great ideas for you right now. Okay, great, great okay, ideas. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear. You come to Raw. Okay. That's my great idea. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. What about uh, what about what about SmackDown? Oh, here we go. Okay, so it's re- according to this is Wrestling Observer. He's been offered one million dollars. Wow, that is a pretty substantial payday. <laughs> wow. That's a boatload of money. That is a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> Larson, yay or nay, a million dollars. If you can get if you can get a two year deal for a million a year. Let's say three. 
You do it. Of course you do it. You do it. $3 million and then you're out? $3 million. He'll be fine. In three years, he'll oh, be I know. fine. I know he will, but that's just an extra year of like, uh, yeah, it's all, you know, you get wine to dine to begin with, but are, are they going to sustain whatever they, they you know, th- that particular push? You know, if, if it's you get you're a year and a half in and you're like, OK, well, I'm just here in catering, <laughs> you know, Adam Cole doesn't seem like the type of guy who would just be cool sitting in catering, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, but a million dollars, if that's true, if that report is true. Well, here's the thing, too. Is, is it a million dollars per year or a million dollar for the, the duration of the contract? I was like a I would three year deal worth. Three, worth a million dollars so it's like three hundred thousand dollars it's pure speculation i'd have to i'd have to actually look up the thing I'll, I'll see if i can find it but uh but yeah a million dollars a year that is difficult difficult that to would be tough down. to turn down turn yes. yeah tough to turn that one down because here, here's the thing also to consider here's the thing to consider with a million dollars a year is that they're not going to give somebody i i don't believe that they would if this is two years ago, they might give them a million to stay away from AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't a think yeah. they're going to put that much money in somebody if they're not going to use them. Yeah. If they're not going to feature him in a prominent spot. If the idea behind all these releases is that it's because of budget cuts, if they're going to expend so much of their budget, probably, on one wrestler, yeah, you'd think they'd have to be pretty seriously involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Significantly. Right. Significantly. Right. Um, and I don't know. I mean, dude, if somebody sent, if somebody sent Vince McMahon, like a highlight reel of, of Adam Cole's even promos, you know, it's like, I could see there is a, there is an open spot right now for another Daniel Bryan. Angie's list is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Adam Cole could totally, and I'm not saying like legitimately or like, oh, we're going to rebrand you Daniel Bryan. No, but like a guy who might not be as tall as everybody else, but he can tell a killer story in the ring. He's he's yep. great at the sweet science of wrestling and uh, he could be a face or a heel. And he's like the best promo you got on your roster. Adam Cole's that, and that was, that's what Daniel Bryan was. And you could do anything with him. Mm-hmm. That's what Adam Cole is. And he, dude, you're. 15,000 strong or 7,000 strong, or however many people are in an arena, they'll all do the Adam Cole thing. Oh, you yeah. know, that should be enough for that. That's worth a million a year. It's worth a try, I suppose. Yeah. Especially if, the, if that million dollars is joined by some semblance of creative plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Raw, let me ask this first. If you're Adam Cole, let's, let's imagine you're Adam Cole. Oh, yeah, man. I'm a great looking guy. My best friend is Steve here. I have a picture. I have proof of that. Well, you've met him. So <laughs> if you had, if say you have creative pitches for Raw and SmackDown, and it's not exactly your choice, but they ask for input. You know, they say this, these are creative plans on Raw. These are creative plans on SmackDown, regardless of what they are. Say say that's like, it. you know, it, it's, it's, it's an even deal in terms of involvement, what the story is. So Essentially, do you have a preference on what show you want to go to? Blue is my jam, dude. Blue yep. is blue. and answer. Yeah, blue. That's my shit right there. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? It's a two-hour show. Everybody likes it better. It's a, it's a breeze. You know, wrestling podcasts aren't complaining about having to review it on Monday night. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's a no-brainer. I mean, you, you, have, you have, you know, you're going to be going for the Intercontinental title. Like, that's kind of your ceiling. Because nobody's getting that title off Roman Reigns. Well, unless they want to try to make Cole the guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say for the first eighteen months, yeah, your 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 ceiling is going to be the Intercontinental title. But after that, I mean, Roman Roman doesn't have that belt for a while. He's not going to have it forever. Alan, listen, Alan, listen. My name's Adam. Alan, listen. You're going to be the guy. You'll take it off Roman. There you go. Really? Okay. <laughs> it's not in writing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It hasn't been ratified yet. I'm going to go change the language before it gets ratified. <laughs> uh, let's talk Raw. we got a preview for Raw tonight. Uh, Randall Keith Orton returns to Raw. He said on Twitter he's opening the show. Oh, okay. There you go. Right on. It's a week late. Thought we were going to get that last week, but that's cool. We get uh, it this week. WWE champion Bob Lashley is going to address his SummerSlam title defense against Goldberg. And then Charlotte Flair will respond to her loss to Nikki A.S.H. Ooh, wonder what she's going to say. Where Do we know where they are this week? They are in Orlando. Okay. I'm not sure how much they're going to have to mess with the crowd audio. God. Man, we called that one. All that stuff they learned in the Thunderdome, they're going, they're overdrive. Overdrive with that stuff. You'll hear people chanting, and you'll get one look at the crowd, and people are just sitting there like this. Yeah. It's like, who, yep. where are these noises coming from? Nobody's mouths like, are moving. It's, it's, they somehow managed to merge live crowds and Thunderdome. Right? Oh Enough only God. if they can have prompts up like behind the hard cam. 
to do thumbs up and thumbs down for the yeah. live crowd. I'm sure Vince would be all about that. People just doing this shit. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyways, uh, let's uh, go ahead and answer some questions. We have a thread here on the Twitter, twitter.com slash at real going in raw. Oh, oh, wow. Russell dude says if Vince booked the next takeover, what would all the matches be and what's each finish? You have to have at least four matches. All right. Luther Reigns versus Heidenreich. Oh, in a, in a throwback. Yeah. Legends night on Legend. NXT. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, uh, when I was trying to see this, when, when Meltzer was talking about what they wanted, he was talking, he specifically referenced the Curtis Axel era of NXT. And I was like, what era was that? That's early, 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 isn't it? Is it? But it's, it's, it's after they became developmental, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's post game show. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think so. Like yeah. Rookies and, you know, I was like, I don't remember him being prominent, but like, I only watched like a, Axel was game show. Oh, he was. Yeah. Kaufman says Axel was game show. No, then he went gonna... back after after uh, Nexus. Oh, yeah, they got some man. Yeesh, twenty thirteen. Oh, there you go, Luther Reigns versus Bull Buchanan. Yeah, he was game show. Good lord, you think they're gonna bring that game show back? Gosh, I hope not. Could the game show do half a million? No. Don't be so sure. They did half a million on Sci-Fi. So, Joe's, Joe's going to be the new master of ceremonies of the game show. And then whoever wins the show gets the belt from him. <laughs> yeah, they do a supermarket sweep to take the title off Joe. Load up on turkeys. Okay, so he, not only was, was Curtis Axel on one of the early seasons of the, of the game show, he was also on the last before it, uh, they uh, renamed FCW mm. NXT. Mm-hmm. And he was in a tournament to crown the first NXT champ. If they introduce, if they do the rookies and and pros again, the game show show, I'm not sticking around for that. <laughs> that's that's where Steve here draws the line. Well, he 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 was in he was in the 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 version of NXT that we see now, not the game show until 2013. So he was around for a little bit in that particular version of of NXT before getting um, called up as Curtis Axel. Juan Guerrero Jr. says, predictions for Triple Mania this coming Saturday. I don't know. Well, okay, I, I think uh, Kenny's going to retain against mm-hmm. Andrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so, too. And then the main event is... I just had it here. Give me a moment. Uh, is, it, is it a murder guy? A clown? It is Pagano? Psycho Clown versus Rey Scorpion. Is it a hair versus mask? Yeah, Mascaris versus yeah. So Psycho Clown's going to win that. Yeah, so Ray Scorpion's going to lose his hair probably. That sounds right. What about Diana versus Fabi Apache for? Oh, Diana's going to title win. for I'd, title. I would love, but Diana's going to be the AAA Women's Champion. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we got Pagano. I love Fabi Apache. She's like one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, Pagano Chessman, who were in the main event last year. They're teaming they beat the heck out of each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, them and Murder Clown uh, taking on La Impressa. I would. I mean, you got to give it to last year's main event, right? Those guys, the chess, so. you know, NWO Wolfpack Sting, NWO NWO Wolfpack Sting, Chess Man. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, like the franchise he's... player there at AAA. And they got a tag match: Lucha Brothers, 
versus uh, uh, Ijo Del Vikingo and Laredo Kid versus Taurus and a TBA, a mystery partner for the tag time. They're doing another Marvel thing, aren't they? With like yeah. brand new characters this time. They haven't announced anybody, any of the characters. Look, I think the best. The, this is going to be the, the the highlights for. So number one, there is a TBA highlight. We don't know what they're going to throw at us, but trying being the first person to figure out who all the Marvel characters are. Yeah, is is fun. Um, the sponsors see if they got any new sponsors. Speaking of which, there's the Copa Bardal. That's right, Bardal, the car oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got the 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 Bardal Cup. Yep. Oh, wow! Can't wait. Who's winning Show that? Of the year. Who's winning that? Well, who's in that one? It is uh, Drago, Mamba, Mister Iguana. And then it says TBA. <laughs> and then like 40 other guys. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. Can't wait. Early Can't early, mo- wait. early money's on Mr. Iguana. <laughs> uh, Dalen Dula, you were just contracted by a major network to develop a pro wrestling theme morning show similar to today's show or Good Morning America. You and the Enforce will be the primary hosts. Uh, what do you call your show, and what pro wrestler will you hire to do the weather? Oh, wow. Who's going to do our weather? What is the show called? Uh, um, the, like the, the, the morning grapple? The morning mats? Grappling with your day? Grappling with your day. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Well, uh, 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 typhoon morning, morning hookers. Okay. Cause hookers is another phrase yeah, for I wrestler. I know for anybody who does, uh, know. uh, Fred Ottman. Of course he wrestled as typhoon. Yeah. He could be the weatherman. Wasn't, was was Ottman also Shockmaster? He was. Yeah. He was Shockmaster. He can wear the Shockmaster helmet, the helmet and the fuzzy vest. Yeah. Uh, and the jeans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, NJWP power rank the following uh, in order of which what could happen more NXT goes back to being a WWE network show or Peacock show the number of takeovers drop in a year or Triple H slash Shawn Michaels are relieved of their NXT duties that's a good question that last one if if developmental if the philosophy changes is drastic mm-hmm does Triple H and Shawn Michaels like are they relieved of their duties? I mean, is Triple Triple H would easily be shifted into some other nebulous position, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um Shawn Michaels, I don't know about that. NXT UK, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, man, if they're really going to change that much if global local- localization is truly off the board. Yeah, do what they, does it mean do, for- do, they, do they bring up a couple of pieces from NXT UK that they like? Is there anybody there that fits the bill? Eddie Dennis. He's tall. <laughs> He's a tall dude. Um, you know what? Do they all get? Yeah. Do they just dissolve NXT UK? They get released, and then progress starts. You know, snapping people up or something. The Rev Pro. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. It, until things start playing out, it's hard to tell. It's really, you there's know? so many different directions they could go, yeah. Totally. As far as NJWP's question, I would think that if, if they're going purely developmental, I, w- I would not be surprised if they scaled back the takeovers. Yeah, I agree with that. 
that I seems agree. more likely, not just in terms of where they have them, because it seems like CWC is going to be home for takeovers probably going forward if they're going the pure developmental route. Mm-hmm. But also, you know what they got about six of them per year now, mm-hmm. quarterly probably. Yeah. Um, I would think that would be the most likely if if they go to a more developmental focused programming. Ratings go down. I could see USA be like, mm. you know, yeah, I was like wonder, this isn't wonder, worth the money at this point. You know, I wonder what the floor is. You know, yeah. And then, yeah, I, and then I think the least likely, not to say it's not likely, but the least likely would be Triple H and Shawn Michaels relieved of their duties. That's the least likely to happen. Yeah, I think Triple H being relieved of his. I would say it's like the number of takeovers drop in a year. That's probably number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is probably Triple H, Sean being relieved of their NXT duties and being shifted over to something else. You know, Sean being a lead producer on main roster, Triple H is having some other corporate job. Who knows? I think those would be like my number two. And if if this stuff starts to happen, because Triple H would be like, all right, I don't really know. Like, I mean, I you know, I could try to figure out what you want me to do, but it's like I don't know. I can't deal with five hundred beefcakes here. You know, to teach him footwork. That's sort of beneath him. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Medicon, how convinced let Raw continue to suck the souls out of the most hardcore fans then turn around and possibly ruin, in Medicon opinions, the best brand in WWE? He just, I, I would imagine that Vince just has a very particular vision of what he wants pro wrestling to be. And right now, he probably sees that NXT is too similar to what AEW has out there. You know, and 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 he gave that a try. Mm-hmm. In his opinion, it didn't work. Yeah. Now he's going back to the to, to a, a vision, a philosophy that, again, in his mind, has worked for him in the past. Yeah. Which is in, in investing in developing, you know, younger, taller, buffer talent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it right there. Like as as you know, it was reported, you know, the idea of what exactly is pro wrestling seems to be up for discussion now mm-hmm. in WWE, you know. So it'll be interesting if Vince McMahon figures it out. Uh, Blake Elizondo, to keep it a bit lighter, with all these prison break vignettes for release wrestlers, uh, Buddy Murphy just mm-hmm. uh, ha- had one over the weekend. When is someone going to be the cop going out to capture these escapees? Oh, that's great. Yeah, he suggested he said, uh, yeah, yeah. Dango and Breeze. That's great. Um, yeah, I, well, you know, what's, uh, what should be the next trope in the post-release vignette? Because I feel like Murphy's needs to be that some, you know, Jonah rock, he needs to do one, but let's stay away from the, let's give, let's give some, some release talent, some advice. So, you know, to carry on with what, uh, to a degree, what Bronson Reed was doing in NXT, he was colossal Bronson Reed. And this Tron yeah. was him like walking through a city like Godzilla. Yeah. You could do something. He could do something like that. Okay, what like, do they call it? The kaiju thing? Yeah. Invest yeah. some money and buy a miniature set oh, wow. of that part of Orlando. Uh-huh. And he's walking through and he stomps on the performance center. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I like that. That's something really like that. good. Yeah. Just generally speaking, uh, the next trope for that should be. Man. Uh well, the forbidden door is such a thing. Maybe they'll start doing, you know, people walking through doors with like, you know, the sign. Don't enter on it. 
because it's maybe maybe door. Sun will do like a a, a thing kind of like a, a let's make a deal the game show because there's oh, yeah. doors there supermarket sweep that's going to be the next trope I don't believe there's doors super there's doors in supermarket sweep <laughs> well there's the grocery there's like a grocery store door but they don't you don't see it yeah because they're inside the store the whole time they're already in the store all right uh, David DLC. With all the firings happening at NXT, do you think Triple H is worried about the brand? Are you guys worried about the brand? I mean, I'm I'm sad that like it's not going to be cool. <laughs> so if you want to consider that, I'm worried that it's not going to be cool. So yeah. yeah, is Triple H worried about the brand? He didn't sleep last night, Larson. He didn't sleep last night. Yeah, he was I'm sure up he late. Worried. He was like, God, God, this is oh my oh. Stephanie's like, Come on, come to bed. Oh, <laughs> he's just in there all these years. I find it funny you want me to come to come to bed when I'm having a panic attack. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> to get a good Waffle House, right? Oh God, I'm gonna go drive down to the Wawa and get a sandwich. Yeah, they do uh, have salmon sandwiches. You don't want uh, that Wawa jo- salmon Triple H. Trust me, <laughs> probably not. Joshua Culver, have you guys heard of the channel Toy Galaxy? The host has a last name Larson and looks extremely similar to Larson from this channel. Probably just a coincidence. I'm probably just a coincidence. You got a side gig? Got to tell me about your not side that. gigs, man. I want to help not promote aware you. Of that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. White Brownie. Not a wrestling question, but with the Matrix 4 coming out this year, I want to hear what your your guys' thoughts on the first one. Um, like what you remember hearing about or it was like watching in theaters. For a movie that was as revolutionary as The Matrix, uh, I just remember being like, "Oh, this is cool," <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, I, I wasn't, I, I couldn't imagine what it would have been like to be like twenty five and watching Star Wars for the first time. You know, mm. that I would imagine that's probably mind blowing, but yeah. like The Matrix, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, that's kind of my my take on it as well. We're watching like, okay, yeah, that's all right. You know, what felt to me like more of a sea change in movies was Fight Club. Like when I saw that, I was like, wow, like everybody's going to be copying the shit out of this. Like, you know, it's like, oh, this has that thing that everybody's going to be copying. That yeah. Pulp Fiction, when I saw Pulp Fiction, I was like, oh, there's going to be a number of Pulp Fiction ripoffs right now. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's totally what happened. Uh, Nikhil, if Vince is looking to have NXT mostly full of tall guys younger than 30 years old who currently on NXT or at the PC fits Vince's ideology and will succeed in NXT and on May in the next five to 10 years. Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones, Duke Hudson. Well, I don't know how old he is. He's got to be young, though, right? I think he's over 30. Duke Hudson. Yeah, who was even in their 20s? Like, who are they hiring in their 20s? Nobody knows what they're doing in their 20s. I sure shit didn't. Nope. Couldn't find my way to the Performance Center. Nope. Uh, 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 Yeah, I don't know how old. I I mean, how old even is is Odyssey Jones? How old is he? No idea. (laughs) Let's see. Duke Hudson. He's 32. See, even he's 32. Brendan Vink is 32. 32, all right. They're going to be the old timers. I guess so. Yeah. How old's Joe Gacy? That I don't know. Uh, uh, Odyssey Jones is 27. What, I'm sorry, say that again? Odyssey Jones is 27. Oh, okay, okay. So he's in his 20s. Uh, Brody Lee fan says, how could the mass release and talent end up affecting the ratings of WWE shows going forward? To my understanding, backstage morale is fairly low and could be a major factor. 
Main roster, I don't think, is going to be affected by the ratings with this. NXT, you would think, like, if they're going to take a big risk, if they're going to take a big gamble changing it wholesale, there's the risk that the ratings will go way down. Yep. 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 That is a chance. Mr. Biff Top Johnny, across all brands, who in WWE have benefited the most from the pandemic era? I'm going to say Apollo Crews. Oh, yeah. Because he wasn't doing a whole lot of anything. He was always pandemic. there. Yeah, he was He was one of them dudes who was there, put in the work, and mm-hmm. then, you know, he ended up, yeah, getting a, a whole rebrand now. Yep. That even when he loses that title to King Nakamura, is going to serve him well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lord Ziffer, when he re-debuted, it looked like Balor would be taking on Zayn at SummerSlam. With that, that no longer looks like the case. What do you think? Who do you think he wrestles at SummerSlam now? I kind of hope they do... I kind of hope they do like a ladder match for that, like a multi-man ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't know if he'd be involved in that because it's already a stacked scene. But and it seems like it's going to be Apollo versus Nakamura anyway. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Finn Balor is going to have a match at SummerSlam. It seems like that's probably the case, right? He's probably not going to be there because like he will he will he'll be the 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 challenger and waiting for Roman after uh, Cena loses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll end on this one because it's a great question. Patrick Sparks, what's worse, Jay Leno's comedy or his time in WCW? Slatter. I'd say his comedy's worse. If you think in like, like if you did the going and raw math on him in ring, like I know he's he's a crap wrestler. He's not a wrestler, but he had Hogan. Like remember he had him in that hold, like it was like an armbar or something. He had Hogan. Hogan had to sell for Jay Leno. That's a big deal. Here's the thing, though. As a wrestling fan, if I want to follow, as I did at the time, WCW's product, I have to watch Jay Leno in WCW. I can't avoid it. Yeah, right. I don't have to watch any of his comedy stuff. I don't have to watch Tonight's Show. I don't have to watch any of his stand-up specials. I don't have to watch that. I can avoid that. But if the idea is you match them side by side, like his comedy's terrible. He's not funny. Yeah, it's not good. At all. No, it's not. At it's all. Not. His but, wrestling ability was, was far worse. You could try to kayfabe it up all you want. Well, that's the thing. In kayfabe, he was pretty strong. He was power rank pretty strong. His kayfabe's like a nine, dude. Yeah, which which exposes the business far more than <laughs> half the shit that some, some people complain Did about. Did he wrestle in sweatpants? Yeah, and a tucked in t-shirt. <laughs> and a tucked in Tonight Show t-shirt. Oh, that's brilliant. That's great. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Let us know in the comments what you think about Jay Leno. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. 
repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.